Psst, psst, Mario. What's up? You all right? Hey, come over here. Okay. Look, come here, come here, come here, come here. While Sam's in the loo, let me give you the goss. Okay. Sam's leaving the country. Is he leaving the country? That's right. He's okay. splitting for France. That sounds nice. For five whole months. Jesus. So, you know, uh, this is a really good opportunity for you. You're the guest on today's show. Yeah. And it's going to be the last show before he leaves the country. So I think it's a really good way of auditioning yourself maybe as his replacement okay how do you feel about that that sounds good this is an excellent opportunity right great opportunity you're a funny guy yeah 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 Yeah, okay you're a songwriter whose whose songwriting skills have have you know no compare sure unbelievable you play kendama don't you i don't play kendama oh uh i can i can try and learn i don't know all right yeah Yeah. or just be you or be sam Oh. You just go with your instincts. Okay. I've I've got a lot of faith in you. I think this could be a real coup de bath. Oh. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, just imagine it. Imagine the new show, and it's going to be called Delamere and D'Agostino. That sounds good, doesn't it? it does sound a bit like a solicitor's firm. Oh, Jesus. Well, Come on, you've got to want this. I, well, I you, do, do you want it. it? Do you want, want it? it? Yes. I'm right? sorry. I'm on board. You're on board? I'm totally on board. Are you ready? Yeah. Now, just remember, he doesn't know that you know... Uh, that he's leaving the country. So, oh, sure, okay. So when he tells you in the show, try to oh, act, okay. act yeah. surprised, yeah? Yeah, okay. So are you ready? Yeah, I think I'm... I'm... Oh, come on, Mary, you've got to want this. I, I want this. It's now or never. It's now. It's, it's now. now. Have you sharpened you now? Uh, yes, it's sharp. Have my you got it nice and sharp? very Is sharp. it sufficiently it's, sharp? Oh, my nose is so sharp. The head of Mensa uses it to slice lemons while it's dressed in a tuxedo. That's how sharp it is. Oh, my God, that sounds sharp. You yeah. could, You could... Poke an eye out yeah, with your with your are always coming to me and being like, oh, can I borrow wow. you now? But I have ethical problems. Oh my God, how sharp is that? It's very, very This is going to be a good opportunity. It's going to be a great show. I can't wait to see yeah, how you audition today. Okay, right. I'm right, so Okay, on board. Now we're all Let's sharpened. Go. We're all sharpening our now. Paul, you can't say anything to somebody. Yeah, don't say like. anything. You know, he doesn't know what we're trying to do in this thing. Oh, uh, oh. Hey. Hi, Sam. Are we ready to go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's start. Let's do this. Come to the bathroom. Get a real good wash. Get a real good wash. Come to the bathroom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get a real good wash. Hello and welcome to Dispatches from the Communal Bathroom. I'm Chris Delamere. I'm Sam Bradley. Each podcast, Chris and I bring ideas from the outside of the world and bring them into the bathroom, force them in and put them in the bath as they struggle around and then get some foam on soapiness into their fur, scrub them up and then have them look at you disappointedly afterwards. Oh. So kind of, you know, like kind of, they're like a smelly dog. Washing and then you, a dog, yeah. You put it in the, and then it comes out just, you know, That's a, a weird, wet, weird metaphor, a that one today. Yeah. Yeah, Our ideas are a... smelly dogs and they come out disappointed dogs. That's the best we can <laughs> hope for. Just kind of a little bit angry at you. For... Great. So yeah. today we have producer Paul uh, producing the show, of course. <laughs> Say hello, Paul, to the bathers. Yeah, hey, guys. <laughs> Paul's all, drinking uh, his wine already. Uh, yeah. And then we also have uh, extra special guest, Mario D'Agostino. Good afternoon, bathers. Who has allowed us to record in his um, amazing bedsit uh, flat in Whitechapel. 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 East London. The year is 1888. Jack the Ripper's on the Jack the Ripper is the scourge of the East End. (laughs) 
No one dares set foot outside. Are you guys okay? <laughs> yeah, we're it's fine. Just what happens when you come to watch? When you come to it watch, it comes back to you. <laughs> anyway, um, so thanks for having us, Mario, and thanks for being on the show. Thanks we appreciate it. And we've got having me. We've got a bumper episode for you today. I think we've got upwards of ten. Dispatches, yeah. which is a bit insane. Eleven dispatches. <laughs> <laughs> I said upwards of ten. I think we've got ten. We've got ten. We have ten. Yeah. That's still a lot, though. Equal yeah. to or greater than ten dispatches. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, we've got them from from everybody. Yeah. Mario's brought a couple. Yeah. Uh, we've got an outside uh, submission from a man called MC Chris. MC Chris. We don't know much yeah. about him. Um, and of course, we've got some from me and Sam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and we recorded one as well. Me and Chris recorded one oh, this yeah. morning. Oh, oh. Yeah, we you recorded, guys recorded one together. Oh yeah, me, me yeah, and Mario we, do a lot of work together sometimes, yeah, like, um, and it's very, it's very fruitful actually. Okay. Yeah, it's often together, really, really it's, good. It's a good working. The sparks fly. I think it's right. It's very good. Me and Cause we, me and Mario. Because we never really made a dispatch together, Chris. Not, oh, that's true. We don't really do them separately. It's, yeah, we do. We do do that. We've never really. No, well, no, I'm sure it's gonna be good. Well, you know, it's it just works. I guess. Yeah. I guess it just works. Well, with we're, we're in planet. It just kind of happens. It does. Like, you know, you can't. You can't force these things. You know, if right, the chemistry's right. not there, you can't really. <laughs> do you know, yeah, what? you can't really force that's it. That's science, right? That is yeah. science, and you should know that. Sorry, Sam. <laughs> Let's put the focus back on you. I'm sorry. Yeah, you've got, I've got an, news. You've got an announcement. I've got an announcement to make. So this episode is a season finale of sorts. Um, That's true. Because no way. on Monday, uh, I'm moving to France. Yeah. Oh. So That's we, a shock, isn't it, for is, everyone here? It is. Right? Well, I mean, sort of. We kind well, of, I knew. But yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> Mario, you didn't know. I didn't, didn't, know. didn't have a clue about That's that. Crazy. Oh, well, yeah. what, what are you up to in France? Spending five months snowboarding and uh, chalet oh. hosting. So, that you know. great. Screw you guys. Yeah. <laughs> in in, yeah, in, in the Drizzly East End. Watch out. It's so like, great outside. Yeah, what so I'm moving up a mountain. It's going to be great. So you're doing a lot of skiing? Snowboards, yeah. Snowboarding snowboards. and skiing. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be great. I never get it. So, like, do you know, like, skiing? It's like, all right, so you put two sticks on your feet, and then all you've got is a couple of other sticks in your hands, and then you jump down a hill. Yeah. And that, oh, yeah, that sounds a great. Yeah, I'm, I'm right. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to do time. that. Yeah, I'm going to do that. That sounds like a great idea. That, yeah. <laughs> Paul's pretty good at it. It's a great time. Yeah. And, you know. Anyway, I hope you have a really nice time. Yeah, but we're going to have... Um, maybe this kind of leads into my first dispatch as well. Oh, okay, or the cool. first dispatch of the show, I guess. I mean, if is John around? Oh, uh, yeah. Where is he? <laughs> Where is Mario is the guardian of John today. John! <laughs> oh, he's a little quiet today, but I'm sure we'll warm up. We've got plenty of dispatches for you, John. Yeah. All right. He seems a little, yeah, okay, a little sad or something. But, uh, okay, it's all right, John. This might cheer you up, might wake you up. So, uh, the job that I'm Wait, gonna... are we going to play his theme song? Uh, I don't... Uh, I mean, we've played, we play it, like, all the time, you know. Do we need to play it? No. We Probably not. No, I don't, well, I didn't, I didn't want to play it last time. I just thought I'd check, but... Uh, yeah. Okay. Let's well, leave it, fuck it. Yeah, let's just go into my first dispatch. Yeah, let's go so, for it. Uh, in my future, I'm seeing a lot of early mornings because I'm going to be making breakfast for some guests in a chalet every morning. And uh, I don't know about you, Chris, uh, but I have a lot of problems getting up in the morning. Oh, gotcha. Um, a big snoozer. And uh, yeah, so 
I've created a dispatch that is kind of trying to get you to wake up in the morning. And it's also, remember the red hat man. Okay. I, I mean, I li- I'm starting to live by his advice of, you know, sharpening your now and using your instincts and mm. being repetitive, not focusing on instrumentation. So this is, this is the closest I've come to using those ideas and putting them into a thing that I've made. So it's got no instruments because I just made oh, it wow. with my, you know, body, you know, mouth and stuff. Mouth and, and, stuff. Uh, and just, just, what other stuff? What other, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, hands. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. But uh yeah, oh. and then just I just did it all instincts. Uh just just I just went and made it. So this is called Morning Core. I don't know if it would get me up in the morning. Really? Is that the idea, though? It's like a, it's you know, like it eases you into it. Yeah, like a call to prayer or something for for the morning. It's like, you know. Yeah, that's quite nice. Maybe I'll try it out. Try it out on my alarm. Yeah, Yeah, see what happens. Okay, Okay, Chris, right. You go to sleep, and we'll try it out. (laughs) (laughs) Just go to sleep. Give me five minutes, guys. I think it's your best work yet. I mean, oh really? For wow. me, easily. I've I've realised that it's, I am I am getting better at making stuff. Like I made that really quickly, surprisingly quickly. Making stuff quick is always it, critical. So it's always better. And that was yeah. kind of the point as well. I was just like, okay, yeah. that takes good enough, and then just next one. Yeah. I quite yeah, liked how it had um, yawns in the song as well. <laughs> yeah. So it was kind of like I know how you feel. Yeah. But come on, you need to come around a little yeah, yeah. bit. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then it was getting louder and louder. Yeah. yeah. Like a little affectionate little slap in the face. Come on. I don't know about everybody else, but I felt like maybe I needed that this morning. uh, We went out uh, in Camden last night uh, and we had some very sore heads this morning. (laughs) We're all a little peaky. Oh, it's a Camden pad night out part two. Oh, it was a terrible (laughs) night out. Awful. Anyway, so I I mean, we got up this morning. Uh, Mario handed me some painkillers whilst I was still in my bed. And that was quite nice. Painkiller breakfast. Um, and then I went and had a shower. Um, so it's always nice to talk about bathroom things yeah, yeah. on the bathroom podcast. Definitely. Um, now, this was a unique uh, D'Agostino hospitality <laughs> oh, style. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we really went, he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, the shower's through there. Just put, put the light on. We pulled the cord. And it blinked. <laughs> and then it didn't come on. Because we were both kind of hung over, we just sort of stood there for about 20 seconds, both of us going, uh, is it gonna, 
And uh, I think that's gone, that. Yeah, that's gone. And so Mario goes, I can give you a candle. No way. Wow, that sounds great. Showering by candlelight. Yeah. So, um, People would pay for that experience. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like something you might say in uh, 1888 in yeah. Whitechapel. It's like, candle for your shower, sir. <laughs> you know what I mean? So he gave me uh, a candle, a little tea light, in a lovely, <laughs> in a lovely, a candle. even yeah. better, in a uh, half pint dimpled glass. Nice. Was and it so, to refract the candle? Oh, light it nicely. was absolute. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't it's like serene and it beautiful. Was, so when you've got the shower mist oh. and you've got the refraction <laughs> through the dimpled glass of the tea light. It was like a scene from Lord of the Rings, you know, when they go to like <laughs> one of the elfish <laughs> villages in Rivendell. And yeah, yeah, uh, and it was absolutely serene. So I had a wonderful experience. So here at the Hotel D'Agostino, we aim to give a, a traditional Whitechapel experience. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Recreate the smog of London. Yeah, I was going to come in and do some Jack the Ripper stuff while you were showering, but I was, I don't know. I do feel bad because that was terrible hospitality to be like, yeah, you can have a shower, but it's going to be dark and you're going to need to take a candle. But uh, it ended up being an experience. Okay, I'm you glad clean? you enjoyed it. That could be... Um, that could be like the Hotel D'Agostino like uh, motto, like it's acceptable, but there are caveats. <laughs> uh, but it's the kind of crapness that uh, like hipster places they would, pay for it. would they take pay like, on as oh, like uh, their main shower thing. holistic therapy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sweet, boutique one. bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not because the electricity is conked out <laughs> and they can't afford any like good stuff. It's like, oh no, that's we meant it like that. That's yeah, what it's yeah. meant to be like. The exposed pipe work isn't isn't a cost cutting measure. It's like a cool rustic feel. So talking of the general plumbing yeah. system, I think that well, neatly segues into uh, something from Mario. Yeah, having well, experienced his bath, sure, well, you're going to tell us about your sink. Yeah, well, I don't use that shower because I think that room looks like something from Silent Hill, <laughs> and it freaks me out. You tell me that now. You <laughs> don't even use the shower that you no, said. No, I've scary. used it twice. Uh, I've used it twice, but. Um, I usually shower at the swimming pool or I wash in the sink. Oh, right. When when we first got it, there was loads of black waxy stuff crusted on the sink <laughs> and I was in there and the first thing I thought was just like, ghost, that's what we got in. <laughs> this is not wax, this is ectoplasm. It turned out to be soap. Um, <laughs> black soap? Yeah, well, it looked like wax, but I think it... I don't know who, what they were, someone was doing in there. It looked like they were just like <laughs> casting, casting soap hither and yon without a care. It was horrible in there. So... Uh, and it freaked me out taking a shower in there so I've been washing mostly in the sink you, mostly you can do like your stand up like armpit wash Paul is <laughs> distracting us by eating it was glue of free brownies sorry guys eating a brownie and you guys looked at him as if he was like <laughs> like preparing heroin or something it was like <laughs> Putting it in his mouth. It's just the fact that you That's are so chewing it directly in front of the mic as well so you've got okay, a sink. So the ba- bathroom shit. I wash in the sink. I wash my armpits in the sink, and I do my shaving and everything, which I guess most people shave in the sink anyway. But I always used to shave in the shower to save time and did a terrible job and cut my face loads. Um, what else? Uh, yeah. So I, I wash my hair in the sink all the time. But then uh, one of the guys who lived there put loads of paint down the drain. And, <laughs> what? Yeah. Long story. Put loads of paint down the drain, and it got all blocked up. And uh, basically, all the plumbing was was buggered for ages and my sink was full of scummy disgusting water and it was full of yeast as well so I was giving off this weird fermenting stuff because I was making pizza I had loads of like I had like the bowl of like stuff where 
it was like the pizza dough in it and there was some yeast left in it i think and i put some water in it thinking oh, i'll clean it later expecting my sink to be fine and then i thought well I, i've got to use the bowl for other things so i poured it away and it was this fermenting disgusting thing and i put mr muscle and stuff down there it was this unholy broth of wow. disgusting shite <laughs> it was so i couldn't wash my hair well. in it. yeah it was quite potent I was, <laughs> like it's i could it could smell and uh, i got so frustrated by it and wrote this song which is my <laughs> dispatch i need to add uh, a little aside when i do a bit of a high singing that's a uh, shorthand for that's lady backing singer <laughs> <All right. laughs> i didn't i didn't know how to do the instrumentation for this so i thought you know what uh, oh, I looked at Brian Eno oblique strategy card for it oh, okay. to help me out, and it was uh, don't. Sh- it was something like don't shy away from the easiest option. <laughs> I was like, oh, just forget the instruments, just do, do a bit of singing, uh, and that's my dispatch. It's a song called Block Sink. My sink is blocked. My sink is blocked. My sink is blocked. I used to stick my head in it to wash my hair, but now there's too much stagnant Mr. Muscle in there and it's blocked. My sink is blocked. My sink is blocked. It's like a shit rock pool with no crabs or fishes, just coffee grains and cutlery and dirty old dishes and it's blocked. My sink is blocked. My sink is blocked. I got a plunger and some marigolds and one of those things. It's like a little brush on a really long spring. Chemicals with names that make you slightly uneasy. Meticulous instructions. Fumes that make me queasy and it's blocked. My sink is blocked. I plunge and dig and foam, but it's all in vain. I just wish I could say it was time down the drain, but it's blocked. My sink is blocked. My sink is blocked. My sink is blocked. My sink is blocked. Yeah, I really great. enjoyed that. It's great. Great. What more can you say? I know. <laughs> yeah. That was, uh, I recorded that this morning. I was a bit hungover. So let's. <laughs> oh, I yeah. think that was a very sharp. It was a sharpened song. It's very now. It's really you, you sharpened your now. Now, really now. now is so sharp. Your now was pretty you. sharp. Then it's even sharper now, right? If you're looking for. Oh yeah. Well, it's always getting sharper. You could you could murderously kill someone yeah, with yeah, your sharp. You know the shard, yeah. Not that sharp. Not, sharp. <laughs> yeah. Not as sharp as you are now. No, no way, no as sharp as me. The now. shard isn't as sharp as you are now, right uh, now. I was walking past uh, the Dorchester the other day, and then in the kitchens, the guy came out and was like, "Quick, we need some stuff chopping." And I ran in, and they were like, "We haven't got a knife." And I was like, "Use my now." <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty sharp. That really happened. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Chris, do you want John? Look. Do you want him? I mean, yeah. he's just over there. You can call him over if you want. Yeah, it is my dispatch next, but... Oh, come on then. Right, well, he's... Oh, shit. Oh, come on. Don't start now. No, come on. Stop it. Look, it's my dispatch. Very hungover, John. You... Come on. Are you done? Are you done? Are you done? Thank you. <laughs> Giving you a bit of sass there. Um, it's my dispatch now, and it's a guide to Christmas. This is my foolproof guide to buying presents for all of your uh, family uh, this year. Hello, and welcome to my guide to Christmas. 
This is my foolproof guide to buying presents for your family this Christmas. Mums. If your mum is like mine and has never expressed an interest in anything at all, ever, she's going to be the toughest to buy for. It might seem reductive to say, but just like mums love dirt cheap frozen food stores, they also like nice kitchen utensils. I bought my mum a big salad bowl from John Lewis last year and she nearly wept. Where are we going to store that? was my dad's response. But mum couldn't contain her joy and started chopping cucumber straight away. If you're going to buy cutlery, buy a set. A singular gift-wrapped spoon or fork is a bit of a kick in the teeth. Dads. I'll tell you what dads like, eh? Birds, eh? Eh? Ooh. Birds. An illustrated guide to British birds for my dad, so he can identify all the feathered creatures flying around him while he's down his allotment. And on that theme, dads will nearly always appreciate a new pair of gloves. Can't have too many, son. Dad has 34 pairs. And we think that is, that is too many. Way too many, really. Younger brothers. Younger brothers can be bent to your every influence. And Christmas is a great opportunity to buy them something you will enjoy as much as they will. So buy them a book of something you like, and conveniently find some time during Christmas Day to sneak off and read it. Younger brothers also like computer games, but it hurts my brain just to look at them in the shop, let alone actually playing them. So they won't be getting a computer or video game off me this year. Sisters. What do sisters like? I have no idea. Due to the shooting in the dark nature of buying for sisters, they often end up with two crap unrelated presents rather than one really good one. A bottle of bubble bath and a pencil case. A poster of Paris and a packet of hobnobs. A paperweight and a scar. Uncles. I tell you what uncles love. Outdated mediums. They will happily consume music in ways that will baffle the younger listener. An XTC playlist on minidisc. Led Zeppelin live at Earl's Court on VHS. This year, I'm going to make a mixtape for my uncle. On an actual tape! Grandmothers. Bottler Baileys, job done. Grandfathers. Grandfathers, much like fathers, like books about cricket, or canals, or Catholic doctrine but it won't hurt to throw in a pair of gloves as well. So take my advice and let it guide you through your Christmas period, like the three wise men were guided by a star and like blind people are guided by dogs. Peace on earth and goodwill henceforth from heaven to men, every day, everybody, goodbye. There you go. Thanks. Uh, some sterling advice there. That was actually pretty good, good advice. advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, really good. Realistic as well. I yeah, think. really realistic. <laughs> the <laughs> uncles thing. That is that's pretty on the nose. I think. Yeah. Like, yeah. I made uh, an all Leonard Cohen uh, mix CD for my uncle last year because he is very grumpy and he looks a little bit like Leonard Cohen. <laughs> so and he does really like Leonard Cohen. He used to play Leonard Cohen on the like the music in the cafe that my family has. And like there was always a point in the day yeah. where I was like, "I'm six, I'm not going on now," and he'd be like, "Go on," and then just like watch like some old old ladies eating a cake and just being a bit like, "Oh, this is a bit gloomy." <laughs> so I made him a really, I made him a little picture of him with Leonard Cohen, but cutting it together. Well, this uh, that was also based on what my uncle used to get me. He did me the best Kinks um, tape 
Like, it got me into the kinks completely. He gave me one when I was like 12 or something. And he called it Kinks Compilation. He spelled compilation with a K. And I was cool, like, cool. that's amazing. Cool. But there was a lot of use- useful stuff there. I like the, the advice about mums. It's just, per- it's like, they just don't show any yeah. interest in yeah. anything. <laughs> and yet they're the ones that you feel the most obliged to buy something for. It's yeah. so stressful. I, yes. I always get nice, like, leaf tea. Yeah. Although yeah. I did fancy I got, coffee. Yeah, oh, I got my dad. I got my dad Monmouth coffee for his birthday, like a few years in a row, and like a little bit of Christmas because I thought he liked it. But then when I went home recently, <laughs> I like what a cupboard uh, yeah, I opened his cupboard and I was like, this is like there's <laughs> like three years worth of like <laughs> Monmouth like nice coffee, and I was like, Dad, have you? And he was like, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm going to start to have it soon. And I was like, It says to use it within two weeks. I told you. This is a thing with something I've bought for my dad. I bought my dad a Seamus Heaney poetry collection uh-huh. and um i was like well i know you've got those other two so i thought you liked it and he's like oh no they were just presents from other people who thought i liked <laughs> oh. them so he's like a type like three separate people have thought he'd like a shameless heaney poetry yeah, collection yeah. i think he does like them but it's kind of weird that he never made <laughs> he never makes a choice Jokes and yet three me. of those books from that same guy have made their way to him what what was your tip for brothers uh, brothers uh, was basically buy something buy for you yourself. Like. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I've taken to buying my brother and his girlfriend coffee and booze, and that's it. Well, that's very helpful. Which is just yeah. perfect. I, I guess I do like those things. So. Exactly, there you go. Something for the day, something Some for the night. Of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just, I uh, really like introducing my brother to sitcoms he hasn't seen, so last year I got him Seinfeld. Well, that's yeah. another thing you can it. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I, I'm really cool. You can be cool too with yeah. this present. <laughs> but that's because you're, you're the eldest, so it's like, that you, is you true. need to guide. I feel like my brother kind of guided me a bit. I like have absolutely no guidance on siblings who are older than you because I don't know what that's like. Yeah, Bo- mm, I'm um, telling you, booze and, booze and coffee. Booze and coffee? Yeah. And uh, So, like a human then? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like an adult human likes booze and coffee. <laughs> For real. Come to the bathroom. So now we've got our uh, dispatch from an outside source from MC Chris. Now, uh, producer Paul, can you explain this? Um, <laughs> it's hard to explain because, you know, when, uh, when you work in a company, sometimes you create cultures and sometimes those cultures should have never existed. <laughs> Uh, how does this how does this relate to MC Chris? Like, Are we talking so, about like chemical weapons or something? <laughs> <laughs> like biological cultures. Yeah. No. Just like you spend too much time with a certain set of people and your jokes get way too strange. You're, you mean they get too hyper into jocular? They're getting oh. really, really strange. And this is just kind of like a, the most minor kind of like blip at the surface that the normal world can see. Uh, <laughs> the inside of your workplace. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> so some MC these, some Chris of these songs a... were recorded at work. I think that will tell you. <laughs> oh wow! I don't. Obviously, I hope no one from work knows that. But so MC <laughs> MC Chris is a colleague of yours. I was going to change my statement and say maybe some might have at some point been recorded at work, but nearly oh. none of them, or none of them. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a sackable offence recording? Uh... Probably. No, it's not. I think <laughs> maybe it wasn't in work time. <laughs> <laughs> these, sta- these statements are getting vaguer and vaguer. <laughs> At some point, this thing was made. <laughs> yeah. And it may or may not have been a building relating to the company for which you work. Yes. <laughs> right. 
We don't know much about this MC Chris. No, no. I don't understand anything. So he's someone so, Paul may or may not work with. MC Chris is not his real name. No. Okay, so is Chris his real name? You can't I'm say. I'm not going to say. You can't okay, say. But can't is he say. really an MC? Oh, he's an MC. Is the, oh, I'd say that. Well, this, like, so you'll I guess see. This, this, MC, this will prove it. Um, okay. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, for some reason, Chris just made a load of songs about me. An album, actually. <laughs> called Songs... <laughs> It's called Songs Paul. Uh, <laughs> so I picked like my top six, I think, from the album. I mean, All that's right. very that's clear that uh, you're spending a lot of time with each other. Yeah, and it's got right. it's got a bit out of control. Yeah, yeah, with the hype since jocks. Yeah, I made a Paul Sober concept uh, album. So this is going to be something of a, a listening party. So we've given we've got like a little album sampler. Okay, yeah, this is an album sampler. Cool. I can't cool. wait to. Not I mean, many people have heard this. So I when is it coming out? When is it coming it. out for real? It's not coming out. It's limited release. Oh, you saw, <laughs> okay. we got uh, we got our hands on a bootleg. Oh, is that what you're telling us? Or an exclusive? Okay, now. World exclusive. All right. So this is the sampler songs Paul by MC Chris. Hello, Paul. I'm a lady. I want you to fuck me Just kidding, it's me, Chris Fuck you Together to the end. 
So you need to get a restraining order, Paul. Um, whoever this person is that you spend an awful lot of time with, not necessarily at a work building relating to a commercial entity that you are not or maybe are a part of, mm. uh, you need to get yourself out of there. <laughs> I liked how there was so many references to specific things about Paul. Uh, Paul has been in the past fucking two years trying to sell a house. And buy a house and in buy, Watford. And buy a house in Watford. Some of which you've completed now. Yeah. Um, which has been a very long... Um, and Paul has certain connections that get him into celebrity parties for some reason. And we're not really sure why or how. This is a classic A classic Paul story. Is like, my weekend was so boring. I went to this party and there was like all these free cocktails and there was like some models there. It was just so boring and I had to leave because I was too drunk. And you're like, what are you talking about, Paul? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Unbelievable, MC Chris. I think, I uh, think he's got a natural talent. He's amazing. Definitely, he did some of those. He just did that all in one. He did t- two songs, weren't done as part of the original set. The last two, <laughs> but like the the eleven the eleven track full album of which this is just a sampler, wow. um, was done in like twenty minutes straight. But these are what these little beds underneath are they yeah, just samples yeah. you stole no, from somewhere? We found this. We found this weird program made by Microsoft like, <laughs> 10 years ago. And like, you just sing and it just writes back in tracks for oh, you. That's fun. amazing. That's amazing. And that's the output of it. And that is the dispatch that I'm doing definitely at some <laughs> point. Yeah, and, it's um, just like downloaded and I gotta get it. And it's, yeah, very, yeah. <laughs> it's very now. You can't not be now. Oh, yeah, oh wow, yeah. And, uh, you don't actually have to think about your instrumentation. Just, just say. Just does it for you. And um, that sharpens your now right now. Yeah. Sure. That should be the tagline. Sharpen your now, right now. With this weird Microsoft program from 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Looking backwards. Yeah, I mean, like, so. <laughs> the thing is, listening to certain ones makes me laugh because uh, when he was, <laughs> when he recorded one of them, um, we were kind of, let's say, if we were in a, com- a company, a building. Hypothetically speaking. Hypothetically place. And it, let's say it was the lunch break, which it uh, was. If it was the lunch break, that'd be totally and fine. It's legit. So it was yeah. a lunch break, but maybe there's other people working. As a, and he was like, his microphone was this, like the shittiest two pound webcam that happened to have a microphone on it. And he was like cupping it next to his mouth. He was singing into a webcam. <laughs> this level, these completely insane lyrics. 
Yeah, if he's going to those kind of lengths, Paul, you need to you need to get out of there. Yeah, worrying. Although it sounds pretty amazing. Like, I mean, there was some killer tunes in it. Like S O B E K. We were all dancing around the bathroom. Hey, I think that's a good little pop song. Also, did he purposefully go S O B at the end and not do E K? S O B E K is a S O B. Songs like end with a zinger. It's like disappointing or like. SOB. I love that. Making love to Paul. Making love to Paul. Making love to Paul is disappointing. <laughs> That's a great song. Uh, Not true, though, Paul. So I hear. <laughs> so I hear. So, so I hear. So I hear. You know. Got a reputation. Thank you very much, MC Chris. Who yeah, are you? We don't know. We don't know. Yeah. Unbelievable. I like to think we're all fans of MC Chris. Oh, yeah, definitely. definitely. If that was if that album was coming out tomorrow, I would buy it. I would buy it in the deluxe vinyl uh, gatefold version. The question I have though is who's next for MC Chris? Like who does he move on to? You oh, know, I don't know. His next I mean, concept album. I can't imagine he's exhausted the rich vein of uh, <laughs> of Paul Sobek yeah. songs. Like yeah, Paul Albert Part Two. I there's not even anything it. about the brushing your teeth and having a glass of water. But I mean, that's not part of our culture at work. They don't know anything about that stuff. That's outside work culture. Or wherever it is. Wherever it might be. Wherever it might be that you have to hang out with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not part of that. Um, Um, But you could... Oh, I guess it's, you you know... Why not start it? You know, what you should do is now start, like begin like really weird character traits that aren't you yeah, but and like make them the joke and then he'll that's a difficult game to... that's like picking your own nickname that's oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're in trouble with like that can go badly I think you could but get I mean, some really horrible the songs the thing is like at work we get I can't no, not at work. At that place, you go, <laughs> go through these crazes. Like, it's like a I playground. Think we can't get away from it. It's, anymore. it's honestly You're like a work. playground sometimes because it's like, oh hey, we're all into Songsmith now, and that's for an hour, <laughs> and then it's like, oh no, we're all over filming unboxing videos, and then like right. the next week is like, oh, uh, like this week <laughs> was got really surreal. We had this whole thing about uh, we have this a zip tap at work, which are these instant hot water taps, and the tap broke, and um. When the tap finally got fixed, we just decided the zip tap was called Zippy, and it was this really cool guy that we love. And then we walk into the kitchen now, it's like, hey, Zippy, you're back. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the current craze. We're past, you know, post now you're, now. now you're over it. Yeah, yeah. So, it's, you know, that's the one of a kind release. My office is full of wasps at the moment. <laughs> and it's been like this since, like... You mean November. white Anglo-Saxon <laughs> Protestants? I'll leave that ambiguous. <laughs> no. Uh, or well, like women as from the Second World War. Oh, is that the, one like, as well? The ladies that oh, were... Oh, isn't that wrens? Uh, that would be a pleasant infestation. Like, like little, little <laughs> nice birds. Ladies. Yeah, oh. nice ladies, little birds. Yeah, I'm not, that, I'm not saying that uh, the, the ladies I work with aren't nice... Because uh, it's very, it's a really nice office to work in, but every now and then I hear a buzzing noise and a wasp <laughs> descends towards my face. And one flew into my post lunch cup of tea the other day, and oh, no. I was livid. I, I think I'd find that a really uneasy atmosphere to it work was, in. It was, yeah. Well, it's like you're on edge all the time. There's constant threat of maybe yeah. management are putting it, piping them. Maybe in. there's like, like a guy in the <laughs> ceiling. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> they're not working hard enough. And then the guy came <laughs> and sprayed the nests. And then, <laughs> for oh. what? It's <laughs> a terrible we, work. Since we did this, more wasps. Since we did this wasp management that's right. technique, productivity's yeah. gone up by 20 oh, yeah. It's an initiative that's come from Jeremy Hunt right, yeah. from, oh, right yeah. from the very what? top. It's like Ming the Merciless in the beginning of Flash Gordon. He's got all buttons that say, like, privatise, <laughs> wasp, <laughs> outsource, PFI. He's just like, ah! <laughs> Let's see you play that debt off. Wasps. Wasps them. I have another dispatch, which oh. is related to MC Chris, because um, whatever the... I don't know what the next craze is, but uh, for some reason he decided to pay me to make a song. <laughs> I don't know why, because I'm a producer. Yeah, and, um, that's true. I'd say my song... I, uh, the song's kind of about this ethereal place that i spend a lot of time um and it's and it's like i Wait, definitely this... can't even talk about the thing because it's fully commercially sensitive but so i wrote a song about it anyway <laughs> again is... again no idea what paul's talking about <laughs> are you still talking about the space that with which you share yes oh it's where i MC see MC chris. chris the um, place yeah uh, okay MC chris like a p to produce a song <laughs> Um, which that means I think makes me already quite a successful artist because I've been paid for my art yeah Yeah. Uh, Yeah, you get less on Spotify yeah also this is the most unsharpened song I'm like I'm not now I'm a while ago (laughs) (laughs) so uh, yeah here you go it's about uh, problems at work not at work at the place (laughs) There are actually very distinct lyrics in that song, which might mean su- might be surprising. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, that is surprising. So I could actually it's give just... you a very simple breakdown of the lyrics. Okay. It basically goes, it's about a guy who might exist. Um, <laughs> it could be called Jeff, which is actually how the song starts. It says, Jeff. <laughs> and then it just says something like, bugs. <laughs> no graphics. Uh, just because there's a lot of stuff going on around at work at the moment where we all try to claim we know nothing about graphics <laughs> oh my god this is so hyper interjocular i know exactly 
Anyway, yeah, there you go. This was my 10 piece. That song. was just I like, like really nice, though. that was like musical <laughs> sludge. I loved it. Yeah. Like, it, uh, right at the start, was there a sigh? Like, there's the yeah, drum no, there's beat, a cut, and then there's, there's a just cut. a. There's, it, I did catch the <sighs> and sigh. Then it goes, it, yeah. And then it goes into the drone, <laughs> which is just so perfect. <laughs> Actually, you know, when I, when I, I kept trying to make this 10 piece song for MC Chris, and like, I'd always start and I'd get, because MC Chris supplied me with a keyboard, a MIDI keyboard that I really like. And, um, <laughs> Because he's a good guy. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> How can you say that about the guy who just writes 11 songs that piss on your Stockholm life? Syndrome. He gives Stockholm. with one hand Stockholm. takes with the other. But, um, like a yeah, juggler. Whatever happened, it was like, I'd get the keyboard and I'd like play a chord and be like, mm, I don't really like that. And then I'd always play a drone. I'd be like, oh, I like that. And then and I'd be like, no, 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 no drones, no drones. And then I'd just write another song and be like, dun, dun. it's like, mm, it's a bit twee, isn't it? <laughs> You know what sounds really good? A drone? One note for two minutes. Another drone song. (laughs) This this is what your other... I was going to say, like, the drone was the same as your previous song. I always put... I can't get past drones. And, like, I love making drones of different... I don't know. You know, just thinking in different ways to make drones. So now you're a commissioned (laughs) artist, Paul. Me and Sam have had this idea previously um, (laughs) about doing an entire show dedicated for people who are hungover. Now, oh, we're yeah. all hung over today, oh. and I listened to that song then, and I went into a little catatonic state, and I really enjoyed it. <laughs> now, if we paid you some money, could you do more material like that for a future show where we do a, a, a show, a show for, for drunks, show for hungover people? I think the people. thing is, I, I naturally make drone songs. I like, I've just Brilliant. got into drones. And that's I can definitely sort of do perfect drone. hungover music. <laughs> to, to try to explain the strange work culture I'm in at the or moment or the place yeah. that you're, you're, you go to every day yeah. the, that, the culture there is it a real place or is it a virtual it's place a, it's a state of mind Mario oh, imagine that if you didn't have to <laughs> go to work and you could just sort of go <laughs> I'll just close my eyes <laughs> <laughs> put my eyes what in. am I fucking doing <laughs> imagine a world where you don't go to work and just sleep all day Oh, it'd be a dream world, wouldn't it? Literally. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the movie would be called, Dream World. Yeah. Let's pitch it. So what what is this movie consist of? That is of? so sci-fi, man. Yeah, it's mostly just a guy lying with his eyes closed. <laughs> you're invited to imagine what he's imagining. Dream World. Well, bathers, we're only halfway through our dispatches here, so it looks like it's going to be a very long episode. So we're going to take a little intermission and uh, drink some tea. We suggest you do the same. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Crisps as well. Okay, I'm just going to take my headphones off. Cheers. I think it's going well. Yeah, it's going to be a long one. Mm. Okay. How's it going, Chris? <laughs> John's feeling too good about this thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> little bastard. Might just pop to the loo. Oh. Chris, how do you think the uh, how do you think it's going as an audition? It's going pretty well. I think we need to just I think we need to up your game a little bit. Okay. Well I All thought right. I was being pretty good. I you're thought pretty, I was pretty Yeah, I you're think. pretty 
you were lamp- you were really lampooning a few things really quite well. I thought. Yeah, but I th- I, you know, you I'm know. building up because I know it's you need be to try. But it's soon. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. That's right. But you need to do a power grab. Okay. You need to do a power grab, and you need to do it pretty soon. Okay. All I've right. got got some stuff in the trunk. I've <laughs> got some. Have some, you? <laughs> really? I've got some cards in the deck. I've got some. Uh, <laughs> there's tea in the kettle. There's not tea in the kettle. <laughs> good. This is all there's really. This is good material. Okay. Um, so you know, don't don't waste it on the intermission. Well, all right. Okay. So yeah, sure. No, I'm going to go for it. Yeah, this go bit. For I've got some. I've got some ideas for segments. How should I stick? Oh, no. Come to the bathroom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hapasabek. I love you. <laughs> I love you, Kasabek. Oh no, I don't. I'm <laughs> sick, Chris, and Kasabek in the bunker. The love bunker. Oh no, it isn't. It's a hate bunker. <laughs> this could be. This could be like a, a new segment. <laughs> what a the great p- idea, Mario! I'm so glad Chris. you're bringing so many ideas to the show. Got, hey, so many. Have you, you got? Have you got mean, a few more ideas? Do you want to hear some more, more ideas? God, you're just full of ideas. Ideas, Mario. Okay, uh, so I'm thinking segments, right? We haven't got enough theme segments, so no. <laughs> I mean, true. you haven't got enough theme segments. I had an idea for one, inspired by when we did that LARP the other week. Oh yeah, a live action role play. Yeah, in in which you were being really grumpy and it was really funny. I thought what we could do is we could do a segment called Wash This Space, where we could go to like we could like look through Time Out or whatever, find like art exhibitions which. Gonna be a bit sort of over pretentious and a bit shit, and then we just sort of go around recording it, and then just go we wash it by just grum- being grumpy about it, and you sort of go oh this is a bit shit, and I'm just, I just go oh, like oh. so you mean just a brutal deconstruction of something that's oh, yeah. trying to be yeah, and then we can art. we can go like yeah like things which maybe take themselves a bit too seriously, and we can have like categories at the end. It could be like, oh, is this is this a lovely bubble bath, or is, or is this it a, a scummy oh, sink? Yeah, so is it an almighty oh, sir <laughs> that will never be flushed. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, like, what a flush oh, it! What That's a brilliant the theme! Yeah, it's good, good. Great idea. theme that. What do you think, Sam? I thought that was a really <laughs> really good idea. Right. I don't know. I mean, that's not the best idea I have. That is not even the best one he has, Sam. To be fair, so, now that I've said that one, I don't really like it anymore. Well, you know, he's just turning them out though. He's just churning them. I mean, do we need more ideas? I mean, do we, we need a, more we have ideas? A lot of ideas already. Right, hey, I yeah. mean, the two of us bring a so, lot of ideas hey, into this bathroom. I hey, mean, do we really right. need that many more ideas? I like my, Mario's mind. I want to get inside it and so wash I'm, myself in its juices. I mean, I'm just you know, <laughs> really I'm just weird, but that's just how I feel, Sam. Time is long. The world is changing. My that's... other idea is uh, <laughs> <laughs> what we do is. Um, <laughs> say if it was me and Chris doing this, just hypothetically. Well, it needs Whoa, to be Chris. That sounds quite good. But like, yeah. uh, you know, it could be anyone else. But like, but yeah, I can call, I can still call in from outside. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, but yeah. not for this one. This is like a yeah, <laughs> right. This hypothetical one. Yeah, this go, on, go on, Mario. What, what we would do is right. This uh, yeah. this is, this section is called "Thus Quoth the Raven Delamere," right? Right. Like, like uh, what happens is I dress up as Edgar Allan Poe. About about eight p.m., we're here or wherever, and Chris uh, takes like a load of MDMA, like right. like dangerous amounts. I think you should oh. do that vague thing. You should vagify that. Oh, okay. Uh, Chris uh, ingests substances which that make him really happy. Yeah. Chris <laughs> goes goes full bears. Goes full bears in it. He goes mental, and yeah. then he goes to a rave and. Yeah. Uh, 
you just have a nice time at the rave. Well, when you come back, I've been away cool evening. You come back at like six. I've got a nice sugary cup of tea for you. And like, I've got like some some nice soft music playing. We've got like some Joni Mitchell on. Oh. And then you come in and then I say, Chris, tell me about the rave. And then you tell me stories about the rave. I mean, raves don't really happen anymore, which is, I don't know, do they? I guess it's a different thing. You've been to raves. I mean, this, is, this sounds like more happen. of a Sam sort of task than a Chris task. I mean, I, well, I can do it, Mario. Yeah, but it's I mean, about yeah. putting Chris in that situation. It's, it's really all in the name. It's though, about me and Mario at this point, I think. That, that, that's quite the Raven Bradley. It just sounds, sounds yeah. like... Uh, it sounds like It's got a good ring to it. Raven Bradley? It's okay. It's okay. Maybe you do something uh, about skiing or something, you know, stick to something you know. <laughs> stick to what you know. Another one I thought could yeah. be like, on, a, Mary, like an out and about one, like the other two. <laughs> it's a bit like something from the Adam and Joe show. The yeah, like, show. like Chris oh, yeah. and I. That's what, that's yeah. like Chris yeah. and Sam. Chris yeah, that, and Sam yeah. show. That's what that's this true. is really, well, isn't it? Go on, Mario. Yeah, well, listening. basically we go. So uh, this is a good idea for me and Chris to do. Well, maybe. yeah, you, could, you and Chris could do it. You, uh, or Chris could do it with, with Paul. Yeah, oh, with yeah. me. I've just recently I've been catching couples having arguments in really incongruous places. Uh, there was some like I don't understand. Is it that desperate that you can't wait to get home from like Sainsbury's or something? But like that's unfair because I know like when a relationship is difficult, it's it's no fun. I'm sorry, I'm bringing everyone down. <laughs> but basically, I was at a gig a few weeks ago. It was yeah. Have you guys heard of Space Lady? No, she's no. amazing. She's a busker from San Francisco, and she plays covers of psychedelic songs on a Casio keyboard and oh, wears wow. a space helmet with a blinking light on the top of it. And I was just so excited about this. I was like, "This sounds mental. I want to go to that. Great. It was so good. It was so good. It was like heartwarming." <laughs> did she have any drones? She did. She had like really nice dreamy drones, Ooh. and she did like yeah. But then. Uh, amongst all this like crazy like psychedelic stuff I just saw a couple looking really upset and having an argument I thought we could go on the hunt for the most incongruous like <laughs> combination of where are we having an argument I was thinking we could go to places where it would be likely to do like hang around the V&A and, I mean the, mm. the perfect know, thing would be really... to um, combine all three of those ideas uh, yeah. go to a rave oh. take the piss out of it and also find a, an argumentative couple. Yeah. Now I said so that'd be Wash Your Space, like... Raven Delamere, and Incongruous Arguments in one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could just I... get it get it over and done with all, all of these ideas. Just do them. Oh, just do them. Just do them. Well, you know, real... we want to string them out. No, no, no. You've got to make stuff quite um, quick. There's lots of material here, I think. Like, well, you, I... We are moving on. That's. I mean, moving on is exactly what we're doing, Sam, or at least we're trying to. I was thinking, Go on. if it were you and I, Chris, doing this, hypothetically... Uh, I wouldn't really be bringing anything to like counter the things that you bring a lot of the time because like if I was going to be like stuff that I do or, or talk about a lot pizza not liking my NHS office job and writing funny songs <laughs> oh, are no. like key interests oh no so you're saying we'd just have two Chris's on the show I would say it would be a perfect perfect synthesis it would be like some gestalt thing we would become one being but, you need, but then you do we need, need some diversity we, need we like would a need foil and well, I think, someone to i don't know maybe now now we've we've seen that though maybe we're, we're too similar <laughs> right okay right. what's next then well uh john 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 oh shit <laughs> sorry john 
John, come here. Come here. What's up? I know Chris, Chris has been a bit mean to you, but come here. Is everything all right? I, you, you seem a bit uncertain. Well, I, I don't know. Look, Sam, don't give him the time of day. He's been all right. He's just been all right sod today. He just seems a bit down. I don't know. There's something a bit off about him. I'm a little. I'm just a bit worried. Is all. All right. Fine. Just fine. A bit worried. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Come on then. Well, it's my John has come sort of close to me, but not. He's not quite in my hands, but that's fine, I guess. Uh, and it's my turn for a dispatch, and uh, this one I don't really know how to introduce it. Oh, I wanted to just basically do a how-to thing about bathroom stuff. So oh. uh, this is uh, a how-to tape um, that's called How to Dry. Hello, and welcome to this instructional tape entitled How to Dry for the Modern Gentleman. Once you have cleansed your body, you must do final preparations before exiting the bathroom and taking on the modern world. Drying will not only put you in peak physical condition for putting on clothes, but also prepare your mind for whatever challenges may beset you on exiting the bathroom. In this instructional tape, you will learn several techniques to master the art of drying oneself after a bath or shower. These 10 techniques will cover a range of settings in which every modern gentleman will indeed find himself. 1. The Short-Haired Man The short-haired man is the basic drying technique. Take your towel and place it over your head. Using circular motions, scrub your hair until it is no longer dripping wet. Then, using circular motions, work downwards, first on the shoulders, then on the torso, then on the downstairs area, and finally legs and feet. You should now be dry. 2. The buttering on both sides. A variation to the short-haired man begins, as before, drying one's hair so it is no longer dripping wet. However, take the towel one corner in either hand. Work downwards moving the towel in a side-to-side fashion, first down the back, across the feet and up the front, as if you are a soggy piece of toast. You should now be dry. 3. The flosser, a variation on buttering both sides. In this technique, take the ends of the towel and grasp them, one side with each hand, making it into some kind of fuzzy sausage. Place the towel around yourself and move it from side to side. Be sure to get between those in-betweeny areas. You should now be dry. 4. The sarong. Once you are dry, there are a number of techniques to prepare oneself so one can leave the bathroom with dignity. The sarong is the most basic of these manoeuvres. Take the towel and wrap it around one's waist along the long edge. Fold it under once. Admire oneself and one's gorgeous physique in the mirror. 5. The Emperor Nero 
Place the long edge of the towel around your shoulders. Clasp the two corners with your left hand at your right shoulder. Pass the right arm up through the top of the towel and over and round so it is under your arm. Note the swelling feeling of ambition growing in your bosom. 6. The hand towel. Sometimes the modern gentleman will find oneself in a less than adequate hotel and only hand towels at his disposal. No matter, dry as in the short-haired man, and then attempt a sarong. One will notice, however, that the towel does not quite reach. Grasp the towel as best you can around your waist, and look at oneself in the mirror. Note how long and luscious one's legs look, and how unfair it is for miniskirts to not be becoming of a modern gentleman. Also note that should the fashions change, you will be the first to jump on that trend. 7. The No Towel You have forgotten your scout's motto, and have not been prepared to take this particular shower. You have No Towel. Stand in the shower cubicle. Take one's hand and use it squeegee-like to wipe the excess moisture from your hair and body. Wait. 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 Once one's downstairs area is dry enough to bearably wear underpants, exit the shower and dress as usual. 8. The long-haired lady. This technique is primarily used by ladies with longer hair, but can be adapted for the modern gentleman. Brush one's hair over one's face. Take the towel and begin at the feet. Dry upwards from there, catching any drips that fall on their way. Once the hair is reached, place the towel behind the head and over the face, like a basketball player preparing for the big game. Twist once and then twice. Finally, move your body upwards and flick your head back with one smooth motion. This will give you a delightful turban. For added style points, push your chest out and click once. You go, girl. 9. The Superman. Take the towel along the long edge, place around one's shoulders and tie a knot in front of the neck. Walk towards the door. Open the door boldly, place your hands on your hips and flick a winning smile at your loved one. You are awesome. 10. The Naked Man. Exit the shower. Proceed on your day as usual. You, the modern gentleman, now know how to dry. If you have enjoyed this instructional tape, please consider others in this series, including How to Wash for the Modern Gentleman, Modern Gentleman's Hair Grooming, Upstairs and Downstairs, and Deadly Hostage Negotiations Made Easy. Thank you for listening, and good morning. Now you um, know how to dry. Yeah, I don't think I use any of those. <laughs> oh, really? Well, this is what happened, is that I had a couple of techniques. This is why it got a bit long, because I had a discussion with some of my friends about how they dry, because I was explaining how I dry. So the techniques that I use is the short-haired man followed by the Emperor Nero. That's kind of my, my, my go-to thing. You do, you do that. You put the... 
towel over yeah, your shoulder. Like, oh, you like, oh, and then you just sort of stand there. I never do it's that. Great. Mm. But then discussing with my friends, I got the, the button on both sides, the long-haired lady. There's all these other techniques going on. You around. see, but you know, this. your emphasis is always with the hair. I remember yeah. me getting out of the shower once, and you, you saw I was in sarong. I had come out of the shower, come back to my room, and you went, "Why didn't you dry? Why is your hair wet? <laughs> you always got this emphasis that it's, that has to be done straight away because uh, um, it drips down your face. Yeah, because it drips That's down really your face. Annoying. Uh, it doesn't bother me that. <laughs> how, do, how do you dry? I go straight for the armpits, arms, uh, abdomen, sort of region, actually, and then <laughs> abdomen. <laughs> abdomen. I mean, what you've also um, forgotten or, or not considered, because I'm. Different. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm very. I feel different. like I know more. You might. I'm a two towel man because I've got very long hair. Well, I've got a lot of hair on my body, and it actually gets sort of stuck. Like water gets stuck in between. If I did any of those, like leaving, you know, any of the the naked <laughs> man. Be <laughs> I have to bring something completely bizarre up. But I was watching this. Um, it was a film on the BBC like two days ago, which is about. This man who could swim, it, it was this miracle guy, an Icelandic fisherman who got capsized on a boat and everybody died except this one guy who swam for four hours in like the freezing ocean. I think you're one of those guys who could like do marathon swims you should in try that, freezing actually, ocean. Yeah. Jumping in freezing water because you're always too hot. Yeah, very, like, very warm. Hey, yeah. Sweat's retain not a problem moisture. when you're in the sea. It's like a, <laughs> I, it's perfect. Yeah, it's it's a, you have a natural wetsuit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, yeah. It, can, it, this guy, it happened. Eight, it happened like 30, 40 years ago, and the scientists are trying to figure out how he did it. <laughs> they said his fat cells were like seal blubber. He was like this weird seal man. <laughs> seal man. <laughs> <laughs> and could just kind of. So I'm just saying, Chris, you might be I able might to break be this record. Man. Yeah, maybe. Wow. It's it's kind of a risky thing to try. Yeah, right? yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. It's just like. like Start, well, you, like, yeah, you know, get into the fishing industry. When and if, when and if I'm in a, you know, an Icelandic fishing boat and uh, we get uh, wrecked, then uh, I'll have to try it out. Well, thanks for the guide, Sam. It's all right. It was I mean, bit... it needs some additions, like we said, you know. But you know. <laughs> despite it being a bit long, it needs mo- it yeah. needs more. It needs more. Enough. Yeah. It's a good. Uh, it's like, it's like putting out there. Like there are many different techniques, and you may have more to consider. Yeah. I mean, there were ones that I didn't even consider. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, the, the ladies' technique is one that I had to grill one of my friends to, to fully comprehend because I just couldn't understand it at all. Oh, so. You mean the dark magic of the, the head of turban? Of the head turban. Mm. Um, what, I, where you sort of flip it on your own? Yeah, like women just s- somehow always emerge from the shower with the turban and the oh, towel around. Yeah. And you're like, how? how? But they like, do that like thing where they put, it, they put it over the head, bob down, like they they throw their yeah, head forward the thing. and then just go and it's up. Amazing. Like they flick their head back. Hey. <laughs> How do they do it? There's a there's a there's another movie in this like <laughs> Seal Man and Mrs. Towel. <laughs> just full of ideas, Mario. <laughs> yeah. Some of them are borderline insane, <laughs> but okay, let's move on. Actually, Mario, talking of your ideas, yeah. uh, the is next dispatch next? is yours. Get so John is coming your way. Uh, yeah, that's that's about right, but it's a bit of a funny time to bring it up, John. All right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I I commute to work every day. No, not every day. Monday to Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Or wherever it is that you go. Oh my Friday. god, I'm late for work! <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, 
I get the overground from Whitechapel to Denmark Hill. Denmark Hill uh, is quite a busy station, and mm. I like I like a little read on my commute. I I sometimes up, you know, it can be a very calming time, and I feel like you need that before you go to work in a job you don't really like. You know, that's going to stress you out. So I'm always kind of it just pisses me off when people make that time into something stressful, which is totally petulant because it's like, you know. Oh, you're intruding on my nice quiet time. But then other people are busy and have things to do as well. But then every bloody morning, or like frequently, there's a guy at uh, a guy at Denmark Hill who will say like, well, they should open, they should open more ticket barriers. This is ridiculous. Like, you know, <laughs> just loud enough for other people to hear, but not to anyone in particular. Yeah. It's like the same thing as like the public head shaker where you're like, Oh, I'm, I just disapprove of this. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. come on! Like, these people do this every day. Just, just chill, chill out. It's <laughs> a cool, busy man. station. You'll be yeah. here three, four minutes at most. And this song was meant to be like, just to, to ease you through that situation. If you find yourself faced with a man, it's a kind of just a way to calm yourself down. <laughs> I have to say, I have definitely been a public head shaker. <laughs> okay, no. you know, it's like a confession. You know, like being on the bus. I mean, I I go on the bus to work, which maybe is even worse than going on the tube. Um, and everything annoys me. People should not make phone calls on the bus. Oh, <laughs> Don't make phone calls on nice. a bus. People do that. It's like, oh, this is my bus time. Yeah, so now I'm gonna phone. phone. No, but, oh, my favorite one is on the train where they're like. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm on a train, but I've called you and uh, <laughs> I'm going to lose signal in 10 seconds, but I'm going to carry on talking to you. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, are you there? Are you there? Are you there? And you're like, well, why do you bother? I'm yeah. trying to have a phone call on a train. I think the yeah, the phone call is more annoying. So I feel like it's like the thing of like, if you're yeah. going to raise the disapproval. I do want to say, like, I always think your lyrics are always pretty beautiful. <laughs> very, very, very nice flow to it. It's yeah. very like peaceful. That's cool. That's yeah. Uh, it was very, very calm. Yeah, it was very, very calming. Yeah, get people to chill out a bit. It's like you, you could have the a music video where you're walking through the crowds and that one guy's <laughs> like that, and you just pull out a guitar and just play it to him, and then he goes. <laughs> I you were say you pull out a gun. Just put him down, like. My favorite thing I've seen someone doing on a commute was leaving work. I saw a girl pulled a cut and like you know like the like um like. 
sort of Sainsbury's own brand ice cream carton. She just opened the carton, and I was like, she's got to have, like, sandwiches in there. Opened it. Ice cream. <laughs> ice cream. <laughs> gets a spoon. Just starts eating it. And I just thought, like, <laughs> yes, that is. Was, that's cool. That's, was it in the morning? She's with her surroundings. She's, she's like, just like, yeah, fuck this it. is my place. I want know. some ice cream. And I just thought that was great. Was but, that morning ice cream or? No, it was, like, afternoon. It was, okay. like, yeah, four or five o'clock. And, thought, that's that. yeah, and it was time. a Friday as well, so I thought, that is how you treat yeah, yourself. Yeah, I'm yeah, having definitely. ice cream on my oh, train journey home. I I'm, I wow. have a completely different experience because I'm a ghost train commuter because like I I'm the only person <laughs> idiotic enough to get the ghost train. Yeah, I get the ghost train. I'm the ghost train commuter because I am stupid enough to live in the centre of London and I work in the outskirts. And um, you go on the, the ghost train, train to, yeah. to see MC Chris at the hate bunker. <laughs> <laughs> but like. <laughs> so, this train is so empty because it's, tw- it's twelve coaches for twelve people. <laughs> so I always have a co- I have my coach at the back. <laughs> <laughs> do you know the other guys? You kind of all worked it out. Sounds but you can so do. <laughs> like a... But I was gonna say, I've... this coach is so empty that one day it was like, you know, I've got to polish my shoes. I'll do it on the train. You know, like, when else would you polish shoes? Because yeah. shoe polish is really noxious. And, like, <laughs> it smells like hell. And I always just say on this train thinking, you know, I couldn't do this on a normal commuter train. No it's way. a good thing I'm on the ghost train. <laughs> so, you know, I don't I don't even see anybody on my commute. That sounds really nice. It's peaceful. <laughs> yeah, it does quite sound very peaceful. I would definitely talk to myself a lot if I had, like, a train oh, carriage yeah. to myself. No, what's cool is you can be like, I'm just going to uh, stand up for a bit. I'm going to walk over there. Oh, back you can pretend that there are other people oh, there. Just, um, <laughs> you can pretend to be the conductor taking tickets. <laughs> tickets, please. Oh, I've got my ticket. Oh. <laughs> You're looking very handsome today, sir. Well, thank you. <laughs> it's true. There's no, there's no ticket inspector because... Because hey, it's the ghost train. It's the ghost train. Train of the uh, damned. <laughs> well, not damned, but... Well, he is damned. He's going to the hate bunker. Yeah. yeah. To see MC Chris. To tamper with distant dimensions. Things we've done. I don't know. It doesn't sound like a hate bunker. I don't think it sounds <laughs> like, like a... to make it clear, I do have a normal, boring job. This <laughs> is just like a celebrity hey. party thing all over again. You're like, I've got a really boring job. Oh, I've got to go to an extra dimension and sort some <laughs> things out. Like... <laughs> What's next on the menu? So the next thing is um, another recording that was made basically five minutes before we started recording this evening. Oh, yeah. I'm Um, so excited for this. I'm I'm excited for this. I couldn't contain it. (laughs) (laughs) Me and Mario recorded a song uh, this afternoon, um, and uh, I don't even know how it goes anymore. No, I forgot. I've totally forgot. I I, I said to you before we started, like, I think we've got a hit on our hands. I can't stop singing it. And then earlier, like, just now I was like... Oh yeah, I totally forgot the song. Yeah, uh, we were so, very hungover. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, we couldn't explain where the seed of the song came. Well, uh, we were out drinking in Camden uh, yeah. last night, and uh, being a little bit sozzled, once once we got into Camden, we were like, "Yeah, this is a bit- <laughs> loads of pubs here." You could almost say this is a pub pub, <laughs> but we did it like we, I feel like we did it simultaneously. We both went like. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> was like, uh, I imagine you came off the train and like, you know, like a starry-eyed person like yeah. entering the big city you for the first time. Wow, pubs as far as the eye could see. Yeah, you yeah, might even say it's a pub hub. It's like this is the beginning of the best musical. Yeah. Like yeah. skipping down the road, like on the town with like Frank Sinatra and yeah. Gene mm-hmm. Kelly, and they're like, yeah, all the fun I'm gonna have <laughs> on the piss. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I think we should let Pub Hub speak for itself. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. I've got the shakes a little bit today. Oh, really? Just, I don't know. Look. Oh my god. Wow. Anyway, <laughs> let's sing, let's sing this song sing about drinking. Song about Up in harvest down at the local Everyone hears a boring bloody yokel Take me down where the pints are strong Take me down where I belong At the pub hub At the pub hub At the pub hub At the pub hub When we get there, don't take a chair Cause we're going everywhere At the pub hub At the pub hub At the pub hub At the pub hub Where the music is always loud Where there's always a crowd At the pub hub at the pub hub At the pub hub At the pub hub Mario, it's, it's my round, let me get them in No, I insist Oh, if you insist Let's get the pints in Let's get pissed at the pub hub At the pub hub At the pub hub at the pub hub Next bar Next bar Next bar Come on, sup up Next bar Let's go Pub hub Yeah, at the pub hub Just take me to the pub hub Oh, I wanna see the pub hub Take me down where the pints are strong We'll talk bollocks all night long At the pub hub At the pub hub At the pub hub At the pub hub Bars as far as the eye can see Why don't you pick one? Which one will it be? Well, you know, it doesn't matter to me At the pub hub at the pub hub Let's take it home Pub hub <laughs> At the pub hub Oh yeah Oh yeah 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 At the pub hub Drown our sorrows down At the pub hub I've lost my way home At the pub hub <laughs> At the pub hub I is coming up He's rung the bell! Is that the first bell? Is that the first bell or the second bell? Are you ringing a taxi? You're ringing a taxi? No, we're gonna go to the kebab shop. Oh, great. Well, I'll see you next week then. At the pub hub. Was that the first bell or the second bell? Pub hub. At the pub hub. At the pub.
<laughs> that was amazing. What a great song. Great tune. That's um, like I yeah. can imagine us singing that yeah. next time we're down yeah. the pub pub spilling beer on ourselves. Fucking pub pub. I'm not remembering half the words. It's very, it's very like like a B-52s song or a Devo oh, song yeah. or something. <laughs> oh, that's a compliment, I think. Yeah. yeah, thank you very much. I like it. I did think, like, we wrote some great lyrics and then hearing, like, don't get a chair, we're going everywhere. <laughs> 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 like, we were hungry. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't oh, know. Okay, yeah. It's good to, like, keep keep it simple so it keeps keep it, it catchier because yeah, like, yeah, exactly. you can even guess the rhymes. When you're when you really <laughs> yeah. pissed, you're like, what's that, pub, pub, uh, chair, we're <laughs> <laughs> going Based on the the notes on Chris's phone that we wrote in the pub last night, where yeah, we were like, yeah. hey, yeah, we planned this in the pub. We wrote this we last night. We half wrote pub. it last night and then oh, finished that's it this that's morning. Impressive. Like we oh. wrote it at the pub pub, Paul. That's why <laughs> it is good. That's I why it's infused see, with so much. I did see you two looking like really excited about <laughs> something. <laughs> anyway, that was pub pub. Uh, I think it's going to be really, really a pop hit. It's a, a pop hit. It's a pop 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 so you guys made a joint dispatch there. Yeah, yeah. it was pretty good. I think it, I think it was very uh, good, uh, and our <laughs> our working relationship only gets better and better by the day. Yeah. So the next dispatch is mine, um, and it's again about Christmas. It's pretty close to Christmas now. I thought other people might do Christmas things. I'm kind of glad they I didn't. I was going to do it for the next episode. I was <laughs> the like, next have, one, like a Christmas spectacular. But I think this one will come out in the. Okay, never mind. It's December. I have not planned very well. <laughs> the Sheffield, the Sheffield Carol season has already begun, so it must be nearly Christmas. Yeah. Um, Doesn't it begin at? In it begin, November? Yeah, it begins yeah. stupidly early, but uh, that's by the by. So the next uh, little dispatch is a song that I've written about Christmas, and uh, maybe it's um, a slightly more uh, realistic reflection of what Christmas Day is like with your family. Uh, and just try try not to, you know, try to keep the day holy. And if you're going to have arguments, just leave them till the next day. Um, and it's called Peace, Love and Spilt Gravy. This Christmas time, it's damage limitation. Try not to bring up sore points in conversation. Avoid a war of words at the dinner table If you're able, just save your beef till Boxing Day Just save your beef till Boxing Day The three wise men looked up and saw a light On the horizon I know we've got a fight Dad's had one too many already And Mum's bitching That she's the only one in the kitchen This Christmas time it's damage limitation Try not to bring up sore points in conversation Avoid a war of words at the dinner table If you're able, just save your beef till Boxing Day Just save your beef till
same day The infant child lies in the manger Sometimes I think Christmas would be better with strangers Grandma is trying to keep the peace But once the bickering starts It will begin and never cease Begin and never cease Begin and never cease Begin and never cease This Christmas time it's damage limitation Try not to bring up soul points in conversation Avoid a war of words at the dinner table you're able, just save your beef till Boxing Day. Just save your beef till Boxing Day. The cattle are lowing, the baby awakes. To get through today, I'll do whatever it takes with a smile. Eat my grub And then at an opportune time I'll sneak off to the pub hey! This Christmas time It's damage limitation Try not to bring up sore points In conversation Avoid a war of words At the dinner table just save your beef till Boxing Day Just save your beef till Boxing Day Peace and love and spilled gravy Your family drive you crazy if you can keep a lid on what you say, if you can keep a lid on what you say, and save your beef, and save your beef, and save your beef for boxing day. There you go. That's like very Christmassy. I feel I feel like you know we've been doing this podcast for thirteen episodes or whatever, and that I feel like that song is like genuinely kind of the culmination of this whole thing because it's so good. That was fucking <laughs> it great. Was amazing. It was. Oh, I feel like it, we've you, been pushing you into oh, this. I kept getting texts from you all week. I've been working on this song. It's so hard. I don't know what's happening. I've been oh. working on it so much, but it's like really fucking good. <laughs> I'm glad it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> it was unbelievably yeah. good. Was so good. <laughs> I don't even know what to, what to do. That was like <laughs> it's genuinely heartwarming. Well, it's that's like, the point as well. Yeah. You know, it's like you know you do argue on Christmas Day, but maybe just try not to. Yeah, there's all these things working against you. Maybe just try and keep the peace. Um, it's like a, a perfect you know. kind of. Uh, I also like thought save your beef till Boxing Day is kind of funny because some people like have yeah, a yeah. beef joint on Boxing yeah. Day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
And that only came to me a little bit later. There you go. I hope that's a a hit. I think I might be a little bit late for getting a release date for that. Mm, Christmas number one next year. Yeah, I think you've just genuinely written a Christmas classic. It's like, I don't even know what to do with myself. I always like, yeah, I bloody love it when you get a Christmas song, which is like a good, like, uh, which is like a good song as well. You know, because sometimes you're like, yeah, I'll listen to like, Christmas, whatever, and it's just like nice. <laughs> no, 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 Christmas, whatever. Um, Slow bells in the background, yeah. as long as there's that. And like, uh, you know, I listen to Funky Christmas, the James Brown one, but it doesn't really hold up. I mean, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's like, like there was know. also there was also elements of um, that beginner never cease bit is cribbed from. Um, uh, local Sheffield Carol. Well, yeah, because obviously, and, and then the end bit was kind of um, my own version of a Sheffield. Yeah, because you've been doing all these choral. I mean, we've talked about it before. You're doing all these choral pieces, and it's like you actually found a real use for them, rather oh, yeah. than, than them just being like fun novelty songs about me, uh, which I like. But I don't know if anybody else likes them. But that one was a. Yeah, I'm glad that I can feel in the room. There's maybe a bit of emotion here. <laughs> yeah, um, you and bastard. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I didn't like, intend what that. You do, I mean, basically, I was like, I made my dispatches this week. I was like, oh, they're okay, but they were like, I'd had the ideas, just made them good. Like, I can move on with my life. Uh, it was brain crack. Getting rid of some brain crack. That's fine. Yeah. And then MC Chris brought these incredible <laughs> oh songs God. about Paul. And then Paul made just as good a song. And yeah. then you and Mario have this now pub song. And now, now you've got this song. And it's like, the bar is so high at the moment. I just don't even know, how, don't even know what to do. Totally well, let's just quit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, right. you know, suitable for a season finale then. This is I guess. a hell of a oh, season finale. Really yeah. yeah. I do almost, yeah. like, I feel like I don't remember a time when we weren't doing this episode. <laughs> 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 but so I don't mean that in a in a bad bad way. Like yeah, I've been is, having maybe such that's it. a lot of fun. Maybe that's it. Maybe the season finale is just the rest of our lives. <laughs> it's kind of oh. ridiculous. I mean, I feel like there was some. There's been some tension building in the room, and that's just kind of dispelled the whole thing. I feel like. I feel I'm like sorry. I'd like to make can, my peace with you, on, Sam. Chris. I'm so sorry. I feel like we can go on. We can go on. <laughs> Mario we can go on. As much as I love you oh. and I love your work. Yeah. We would love to have you on again, but it has to be me and Sam. Ah, well, yeah, I, I mean, I, I thought it was always going to be, it was always going to be us, right? We could just do it remotely. It's like well, the technology exists. It's not, not a big deal. Well, there was, there was going to be a coup d'etat. Don't tell me about this now, Chris. It's what just, do you mean? Just, it's, it's fine. Where... It's fine. I but... don't want to steal Sam's place in the bath. I... <laughs> just want to make that clear guys. Yeah, it's like when you put it like that it's like yeah, I'm not sure I do want to get in the back of those people but I, I don't know if John's perked up though oh, where's where is he? he's still looking a bit wistful are you okay John? what? what? what on what earth you are you on about? what? what are you on about? No, come on! No, I've had enough of you! I've had enough of it! No, I've had enough of it! No, if you want to be like that! We were no. having such a nice episode, John, and now you're being like this. You talk to him. You, you talk some sense to him. I'm not talking Look, to him anymore. John, it's fine. Like, we can... I know we didn't John. we didn't play your theme tune, but we, we play it every week, John. Like, we don't have to do it all the time. <laughs> 
No. No, John. 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 John, come back. We... What's that? He said he's going. He's gone. He's gone for. But he said he. And this is the last you'll see of me. I think that's what he said. Guys, I feel like I've brought unrest into the bathroom. Oh, it's not. It's no, not it wasn't you, Mario. Mario please, been, no, come on. It's been brewing for a while, I think. But he's. What? I don't believe it. I don't he's know been... if we'll ever. Ever see him again. Yeah. Just hey. He's not yeah. dead. But I just feel like maybe we'll never see him again. You might do. Maybe. He, I, you know, people get angry. People say things, don't they? People the say them. things. Time is long and the yeah, world is changing. <laughs> right. Well, well, it's we've been in this bath. I think I think we just need to get out. Chris, I've I don't forgotten know. who I am. Yeah. Yeah. Time is long and the world hasn't changed that yeah. much. <laughs> well, bathers, thanks for joining us. Uh, thank you, producer Paul. Thank you once again, as always. Yeah. Thank you the... for bringing your uh, your weird stuff on behalf of MC Chris and from yourself. <laughs> <laughs> thank uh, you, Mario. Thank you so much for, for having, having me. I have had so much fun. <laughs> yeah, it's this got, has been amazing. It got really weird <laughs> and really fun. Thank you, That's Chris. Great. Oh, thank you, Sam. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Sam and Chris. And uh, thanks you. to John, who... Yeah, thanks. Um, uh, yeah. Maybe you'll hear this when we put it out. Give us a call, John. But yeah, okay. Bye, bathers. Bye. Don't forget to wash behind your ears. Housekeeping! Oh, crikey! What's happened here? There's feathers everywhere! John? John? Where are you, love? John! Ah, bloody hell! Some vandal's got it scrawled all over the toilet wall! Wait, it's a note. For me? <laughs> Dear housekeeping, I'm sorry I've had to leave this place. I've tried my luck at the internet. Oh God, how I've tried. But I've decided I need once again to be posted out. You have been a close friend and taught me many lessons like which colour cleaning cloth to use where and how to get in touch with my favourite podcasts. I will miss you dearly, but I will try to keep in touch on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash communal bathroom. I'll tweet at you on Twitter at communal who knows? Maybe I'll get wistful for the past and listen to my old buddies at their SoundCloud page. SoundCloud.com forward slash communal hyphen bathroom. Maybe I'll even send a dispatch to communal bathroom at gmail.com. <laughs> but I must leave now and learn more about the world outside our bathroom. Forever yours, John the Duck. Oh, John, never forget. Blue for your loo, pink for your sink. Blue for your loo, John. Barbathers! Come to the bathroom, get a real good wash. Come to the Get a real good one